0: Okay, welcome back to the 7th Generation Podcast. It's been about a week and a half since Thanksgiving. Still trying to work off some of those calories I consumed. and I ate a lot. I did not hold back. Um, I am using my new Rodecaster Pro. It's a podcast interface. This is the first time I'm using it. I'm really excited to um, use this piece of equipment. It's going to help me improve the audio, and I'll be able to have a few more guests on the show. Anyway, I'm looking to take this podcast to another level. Uh, When I first started doing it, I was just kind of playing around with it and just having some fun. But I'm going to try to kind of reorganize the show in 2021, and have uh, more consistent episodes. Um, I want to have a set time that I release my episodes that way people know uh, when to expect a new show. So, but anyway, uh, for this episode, I want to talk a little bit about the benefits of jujitsu and my own jujitsu journey. Uh, but before I do that, I want to Give a big shout out to Nick in Arizona. It was his birthday a few days ago. Um, Nick is a really good friend of mine. He lives out at the Gila River Indian Reservation. And he's a badass artist. Does tattooing. Um, has all these uh, incredible skills. And, you know, he's going to be working on his own brand here in 2021. Um, so I want to give you a big shout out, brother. Happy birthday. I want to say hi to Candace as well. And can't wait to get out there to Arizona again. I know with uh, the COVID lockdowns, it's kind of hard to make some moves right now. But really, this is the time to be kind of planning what you want to do for the future. Um, You know, I've done a lot of reevaluating of my life over the past eight months. And, um, you know, I'm hoping to make some positive changes in my life and do really do the things I want to do. You know, I've spent uh, a lot of years, you know, in, in school trying to, um, you know, get myself to a different point where I can support my family and um, uh, you know, develop my profession and whatnot. And I feel like I've been able to do that. Now there's some other things that I want to do with my life. And so, and podcasting, I think is one of them and developing my gym and so forth. So I'm hoping that, um, you know, society will open back up again a bit more in 2021. We'll get past uh, this pandemic and some of the the chaos that we've been seeing in the world. I mean, it's just been crazy out there. And I'm really keeping my fingers crossed for everybody, um, not just here in the United States, but everybody throughout the world that we can get past uh, the craziness And, um, you know, we can start rebuilding, you know, our communities, our economy in a, in a healthy way, um, in a way that includes all people as well. I know there's a lot of folks out there suffering, hurting, especially small businesses. Um, right now, California is pretty much on lockdown. And, uh, a lot of folks don't know that, you know, about 50% of the jobs are created by small businesses. And when these small businesses close, that means people aren't getting paid. It means that, um, you know, it's possible that the small business owner might even have to close their business altogether. So these are really difficult times, uh, not to mention, you know, the people who are already dealing with, you know, unemployment, um, people living in poverty out there. So, um, you know, as a sociologist, I, I recognize all these things and, you know, it, we definitely, uh, need to work on solving some of these problems. If not, it's just, you know, it's going to, um, be problematic um uh, into the future. So um, let's see. Let's move on and uh talk about something a little more positive besides COVID lockdowns. Let's talk about the benefits of jujitsu. So um I just made a list of some of the the benefits of joining a gym. Um, and these are some of the benefits I have received from training over the last 17 years or so. Number one would be just meeting friends. If you have difficulty meeting new people, um, I would say, man, join a jujitsu gym. Um, you're going to meet a lot of cool people. You're going to meet people from a lot of different backgrounds. Um, man, I have met some of the most interesting people training uh, jiu And... Uh, some of my really closest friends today are people I train with. Um, you know, uh, it's a it's a healthy place to meet people. You know, some people go to the club, some people go to the bar, um, but I think jujitsu is a, a much better spot to go to. Um, you go to the bar, you go to the club, probably going to not eat very well and be consuming alcoholic beverages, which aren't very good for you. And you might meet people, um, there, you might even meet somebody you enjoy talking to, but jujitsu is a healthy place to meet people. And so, um, definitely a great place to meet, uh, new friends and, um, and also just meet people that you wouldn't, you probably, um, wouldn't get a chance to meet and have a conversation with. Um, the second benefit would be, man, losing weight and achieving better overall health. Uh, man, my weight has fluctuated over the years and my weight tends to go up when I'm not training. Um, and, um, I think when I first started training jujitsu, I wasn't really overweight. Um, I started training when I was around 32, I think it's 32, 33. And uh, when you hit that age, that's when, you know, it starts to become a little more difficult to keep the weight off. I was always really thin growing up. And then I think I hit, you know, my late 20s. That was like the first time I started to gain a little bit of weight. But then I started training jiu-jitsu, and it really helped me keep my weight off. Um, I just felt better in general. Um, And... You know, there's a lot of people that I see who come into jujitsu and they're overweight, and and within six months, sometimes even less than that, within, you know, three, four months, they've completely transformed their body. And I mean, I've seen people lose 30, 40, 50 pounds training jujitsu. Um, when I, I took some time off, um, you know, this is probably back, I can't remember. It's been a while. Um, six or seven years ago, I took a little bit of time off, maybe um, close to a year and I gained so much weight. And, you know, when you, when you're gaining weight, sometimes you don't even know you're gaining weight. And I think I went to the doctor and jumped on the scale. I didn't have a scale in my house. I wasn't even checking my weight and uh, went to my doctor, jumped on the scale and man, I was shocked. I can't remember what it was. I was like, Oh my God. And so, you know, I started you know trying to change some of my eating habits. I never really ate poorly. I haven't really uh, eaten poorly in, in many years. I eat really healthy, but I definitely overeat. And that's one of the nice things about training jujitsu is that man, your body burns so many calories that you can eat a little bit more. Um, sometimes that's, you know, um, you, you consume way too many calories and um you want to create a deficit. Um it's not always easy to do that because sometimes when you train man your body really you know craves nutrients and you can't overeat as well. Um but anyway I went back to jujitsu and I ended up dropping like you know twenty five pounds and man I just felt so much better. Um and then when you lose the weight and you start feeling better um, you know, you start realizing just how, you know, crappy you felt when, uh, you were carrying around that extra weight and it's kind of a motivator. And at least for me, it was, it, it's a motivator to want to keep the weight off. Um, and so, yeah, um, losing weight, I man, I think all of us, especially with all the, the fast food out there, the, the stress, um, you know, you, you produce all that, that cortisol and, um, you know, you know, it helps, um, keep the weight on and jujitsu helps you lose the weight. So that's the next thing is a, it reduces stress, man. Um, if I'm having a stressful day, uh, there's no better cure than going to jujitsu. And it's funny because there's a lot of people who've told me like, man, I'm stressed out. I don't really want to come into the gym you know, I don't want to bring any negative energy. Man, that's the place where exactly where you need to go is the gym. When you're stressed out, go and train jiu-jitsu. If you're dealing with a lot of stress, jiu-jitsu is a great hobby to pick up. Um, and, you know, I, have, I used to have a very, very stressful life. My life isn't nearly as stressful as it once was. But um, that's one of the things I went and did. And, you know, I would um, deal with my stress through training and um and i'd train so hard sometimes i'd come home and I'd have time to be stressed out you know i'd eat and go to bed um and so uh when you're stressed out it it messes with your sleep um stress again pro- produces that hormone cortisol which isn't um you know good for you constantly producing that hormone has all kinds of negative uh, effects on your body and that's why people who live high stress lives tend to be overweight and tend to have really poor health stress is like a silent killer and jujitsu definitely helps you out with with stress so and i talk to so many people who tell me the same thing this isn't just me i mean um talk to anybody doing jujitsu and they're going to tell you you know you ask them what are some of the benefits of training they're going to say man stress reducing stress so and that's going to improve your overall health as well um and the next thing would be your mental health. I mean, anybody who has mental health struggles, um, I think that, you know, training jujitsu is a um a definitely a good hobby to pick up. Um, you know, I've struggled with uh depression over the years. I never was uh someone who dealt with depression as a teenager, even in my my early twenties, I would say throughout my twenties I never really dealt with depression at all. Um and I think uh I started kind of struggling a little bit with depression in my my early 30s. And I didn't even know what it was. Um when I felt bad um you know and I I really didn't know anything about depression. Um we never really talked about it when I was a kid. I don't remember anybody ever having a conversation about um, depression, the negative impacts of it. Um, and even when I was experiencing it, I didn't even know what the hell I was experiencing. Um, but I will say that jujitsu has helped me deal with some of my, my mental health struggles. And, um, when I was going through my divorce, I just can't imagine, um, not being able to train. It really helped me throughout that period in my life. Um, You know, anybody who's ever been through a difficult divorce will tell you that, man, it definitely takes its toll. But I trained through that time and it really did help me. There's a lot of people who, you know, they get a divorce and they start drinking or they start abusing drugs or they get depressed and they don't do anything. It's like the worst thing you can do. Um, but during my divorce, I, um, pretty much increased my training And so, um, it's, it's a really healthy outlet because you're around people, you're not alone. So you're around other people and, um, you get to, you know, interact with people, um, who, um, don't really know anything about you and they don't know that, you know, that you're stressed out. They don't know that you're, you're even depressed. And so they just, you know, just treat you like everybody else. And, you know, it feels good. It really does. I'll say this is when the pandemic hit and I closed the gym down for a month or a month and a half. I remember, um, man, my depression started to come on a bit. And, um, and you know, I'd go to the gym and kind of do some body weight workouts, but it just wasn't the same. And then I started inviting a few people over to the gym. We started hanging out and, you know, training some technique and whatnot. And I just remember my Mental health just started to improve dramatically. So great place to meet friends. You're going to improve your mental health. You're going to lose weight. You're going to reduce stress. I mean, come on, man. Join (laughs) jujitsu. Some people say, well, I'm too old to train. It doesn't matter if you're a teenager in your 20s, you're in your 30s, 40s, and 50s. I have people at the gym. uh, I have two people in their 50s. And they train, they train with everybody else. You know, you just got to train wisely. You don't have to, you know, train like you're an Olympic athlete and come in, you know, five times a week and lift weights and, uh, do strength training. You don't have to do all that. There's some people just come in twice a week. They have their days, they come in and they train and, um, and they see all kinds of health benefits from it. You know, I have a, a student, Henry, um, he comes in, you know, twice, three times a week and, Um, he was just coming in like once a week. Then he, he upped it to two times and now he's, sometimes he'll come in, you know, twice, sometimes three times a week. And man, I've seen him lose weight and and he looks all muscular. this is a guy who I think he's 55, 56. Um, and then I have my, my student Spence who I think he's 51 and you know, the guy looks uh, amazing. He's in really good physical shape and he rolls with everybody at the gym and he has to roll, you know, wisely. When you train jujitsu and you're a little older, you have to be smart. Just like me, I hurt my back recently and I definitely have to train wisely. I'm in my late forties now and I can't train like I could when I was 32, 33, when I first started. Um, I'm definitely at a different point but I get all these other health benefits from it. You know, my mental health improves when I train again, I get to meet all these cool people. I keep my weight down. Um, and, um, I can keep my stress under control. I think kind of naturally I'm one of those people who has just, you know, just kind of wired a certain way where I kind of get stressed out, um, more than maybe the average person. And so, uh, jujitsu helps me keep that under control. Um, another benefit would be, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, you're going to become a stronger, uh, individual if you train jujitsu. And I don't mean by stronger, you're going to become stronger physically. You're definitely going to improve your physical strength. No doubt about that. But you're going to become mentally stronger and jujitsu is going to help you develop grit and toughness. Um, these are all really great benefits, um, to training and there's a lot of people who come in, you know, that you can see that they're, they're not only physically weak, but they're also maybe a little, you know, uh, mentally, uh, weak as well. I don't mean that in a bad way. Um, but you know, there's some people who they need to develop their toughness. They need to develop a little bit of grit. And then you see them six months later and you can see, man, this, this person's completely different. They're not even the same person they once were. Um, I mean, it's incredible. I've seen people just completely go through these these uh transformations, not again, both physically and and mentally. Um it's just a really beautiful, beautiful thing to see. Um man, I I, I loved uh you know, watching people come into the gym and just completely changing their lives for the for positive reasons. So, um, the last one I got for you. Uh, well, I got a couple more actually. Um, you're going to meet a diverse group of people. It Goes back to what I said about making friends. Um, man, I train with people who are conservative, people who are liberal, people who are in the middle, people who are religious, people who are not religious. Again, people from a lot of different age groups, um, you know, people who come from different professions. I mean, you're going to meet people you w- would never meet outside of jiu-jitsu. and so you're going to be around all these diverse, all these diverse uh, human beings, which is super, a super, super cool part of training. And you know, Spence, he's a lawyer. Um, uh, Kale. Kale and Spence are my first two students. And um, uh, spent and they're they, they couldn't be even more different than one another, and they're friends, they're really good friends. Um, uh, let's see, Spence is a lawyer, um, he's in his 50s, kills in his early 30s, and he's like a demolition guy, former Marine, um, and um, has all these other um, hobbies outside of jujitsu, he's an MMA fighter as well, and um, two completely different guys, but you know, still really close friends. And, um, man, that's the, the cool thing about it. You just run into people you would never meet otherwise. And, and the nice thing about it, especially for me is that, you know, I get to meet people who have, uh, different perspectives other than my own. We don't even talk about that shit. You know, we keep it out of the gym, right? At my gym, it's like no politics. We don't talk politics. We don't talk religion. Um, no drama at all. It's all about training jujitsu, getting along, and learning technique. Having some fun, some fun, and benefiting from this beautiful martial art. It's not about you know politics and all the bullshit that goes on outside the gym. You know that's that's my policy. You come into the gym, you leave all that shit outside. You can be political. You can be religious. You can be whatever you want. It doesn't matter. You're welcome at my gym. Uh, But when you walk through that door, we're all about the religion of jujitsu. That's it. And it's not to say I don't talk to my students and I don't talk to my friends at the gym about some of these topics, but usually it's outside of the gym. Uh, But when we're there, it's all about training. It's all about having a good time. But you get to meet people who are different than you, and what you realize is that the people who are different than you are actually not that different. Um, they kind of want the same things you want. They just might have a different outlook on life. Maybe they're more, a little more conservative politically. But um, you can take two people who walk into a gym, and one's you know ultra conservative, and one is ultra liberal, and they'll get along because what they find out is that they're both human beings, and um, and. You know, we, we tend to demonize people who are different than us, especially people who are really, really different than us because we don't, we don't get to know them because we don't spend time with people who are different than us. And so we just stereotype people. And that's the beautiful thing about jujitsu. You come in there, you meet somebody who's completely different than you. Um, and you find out Hey, that person's actually, you know, uh, pretty cool. and They're really interesting. So you see people who are really different than one another becoming friends I've made all kinds of friends training jiu-jitsu. And these are people who uh, have, um, you know, different views than my own uh, politically, uh, religiously and and so forth. And we're still friends. So, and I I think we could use them a little more of that in this, in this world that we're living in, where we just got that us versus them mindset. So jiu-jitsu breaks down the us versus them mindset. We're able to get along with one another and man, I think everybody should train jiu-jitsu, right? It should be uh something that uh we start our kids in. Um if you have kids, you should put them in uh a jiu-jitsu academy. I don't have kids classes but I'm going to add I'm going to be adding kids classes as soon as this pandemic comes to an end and um you can put your kids in my program if you want. Um, yeah, the last thing I guess it just gives your life purpose. Man, um there's a lot, a lot of people out there that I have talked to. I was just talking to a friend of mine, and he was just like, yeah, man, jiu-jitsu. This is a guy who's been training jujitsu jitsu for, for years. And he was telling me, he's like, man, he's like, man when I came into jujitsu, jitsu I had like no purpose in life at all. And I had no discipline, no direction. And he was just like, man, jiu-jitsu has given me all these things. So um, it's great train jujitsu, find an academy that fits your personality. I have a really small school. I have, um, um, just a handful of students. Um, there's really big schools that might be your cup of tea. Uh, some people like, um, <clears throat> maybe a, a bigger environment, some people like smaller environment. But the nice thing about training jujitsu today is that there's all these different gyms to choose from. So if you walk into a gym and you're just not feeling the vibe and you know, people um, who are there maybe aren't very friendly. That's possible. Um, I I doubt you would have that experience, but if you did um, you can go to another gym or if you trained at a gym and you just didn't like the way they trained and you didn't like the instruction, you could leave and and go on to another gym. And I, I trust me, you could find a place that would fit your personality best. So, um, Let's see here. So, yeah, those are the benefits of training jujitsu. And I would say, um, if you're, you know, fearful about, you know, giving it a shot, um, uh, I would say, you know, put those fears aside, seriously. And don't wait. Some people tell me, well, man, I'm going to give it a shot. One of these days, I'm going to try it out. Man, the hell with one of these days. If you want to train or if you had any. Um, you know, thought in the back of your brain that says, you know, I want to try this out. Stop waiting. Just walk into a gym, look up some of the gyms and start training jujitsu. Don't fucking wait. You know, it's one of my, my rules on life. Stop waiting. Some people wait, they wait for life to happen to them. You got to make things happen for yourself. So if you want to train, man, go out there and train. Um, and um, if the first place you go to, if it sucks and your experience isn't so good, find another place. Trust me, there's a there's a gym out there that's going fit, to fit your personality really well. All right, so I'm going to move on and talk a little bit about my own uh, jiu-jitsu journey. I'm going to take a uh, drink of my coffee. I'm doing this podcast in the morning here. So I started training back in uh, 2003. So I've been training for about 17 years. Um, I earned my black belt about four years ago. Um, uh, but when I first started training, I, um, trained, uh, here in Fresno, actually in Clovis at Tosh Cook school. Uh, I think at the, at the time it was called, um, Voice Gracie Jiu-Jitsu Fresno. Um, I think he had like another name as well. But anyway, I started training there. I really wanted to do jujitsu from the first time I saw Hoist back in uh, uh, UFC 1. And I remember my cousin had a, a VHS. Um, yeah, it's been that long, of fucking VHS um, of UFC 1. We watched it. I think we went into his backyard, started trying to do some of the moves. And, man, I really wanted to train. But there was no places – um, in the valley to train at, le- at least at that time. And then um, I ended up um, uh, leaving California and going to Oregon. Um, and I, I think I started following Chuck Liddell and Tito Ortiz. So I started kind of getting into the newer UFC after Dana White took it over. Um, and I just really wanted to train. Um, but I was in graduate school at the time. And, you know, when you're in grad school, you're just super, super busy. And, um, I just, uh, decided that I would kind of, you know, hold off again, you know, not taking my own advice. I should have just jumped into a gym. I, I should have found a gym, even if I had to go to, I'm sure there was one up in Portland. I'm not sure there was a gym in, um, in Eugene, Oregon, where I was living at the time. There may have been, but anyway, when I came back to California, I really wanted to to train. So I ended up, uh, going into, tasha's gym one day and man i just fell in love with it and uh i came from a wrestling background i wrestled in high school and um you know i wasn't a great wrestler but i really loved wrestling and i thought man i'm gonna come in here i'm gonna be all right because i I know i know how to wrestle and man i just got submitted over and over again and um it really motivated me to want to come back as well to train um and so I signed up for a month. I think I was doing month-to-month payments at the time, and uh, eventually signed a contract. And man, I was on my way. Um, I earned my my blue belt from Hoist Gracie, probably about a year after that. And um, you know, ended up meeting the person who kind of inspired me uh, years earlier to train. And I, again, I think that's the story that a lot of people tell know, especially people my age who started training years ago, because when I started training, very few people trained jujitsu. Um, if you ran into somebody who trained back in, in those days, um, man, it was like, uh, you know, running into, uh, a long lost friend. Um, and that, that's the, that was the cool thing about, uh, training, um, back in the early days is that it was really a subculture and, um, and very few people uh, trained uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. But now it's completely different. It's just exploded. It's just become this worldwide phenomenon, and now you have these kids who are starting to train at age 3, and who knows what kind of jiu-jitsu they're going to be doing by the time they're adults. So it's completely changed. I mean, my coach at the time, Tosh Cook, he was a purple belt when I started. Um, I was mostly taught by Steve Redline, who was a blue belt at the time, um, Tom Knox used to come into the gym and train. And I think he was a blue belt. I remember when he got his purple belt. Um, so again, the, the early years were kind of crazy. Um, I trained primarily with, uh, with Steve, Steve Redline, who eventually left Tosh's gym, opened up his own gym. I left Tosh and went with Steve. Um, and I ended up earning my, my black belt under Steve and clever, uh, Luciano and i kind of get to that story here in a second. Um, <clears throat> but I, I trained with, uh, David Thole and, and Boyd Corkins, um, and a bunch of other dudes. These guys were at the time, man, they were, when I first started, they had been training even longer than myself and, um, they, um, man, they were really good. So Steve was just a, a beast and he used to just, you know, pretty much kill me every day, um, at the gym but I loved it. And, um, when Steve opened up his gym, um, that's when my jujitsu really started to take off. And you know, I started training, you know, or er, when I first started, uh, jujitsu, I was training maybe twice, three times a week. And then when I went with Steve man, we were training, you know, five, six, six days a week and, you know, fighting at, you know, any tournament we could, you know, find, um, the ones back then were like US Open up in the Bay Area, um, American Cup, which is up in the Bay, um, IBJJF tournaments. We'd have to travel to go fight in those. And I remember even fighting in a Grappler's X here in Fresno back at that time. So, um, But uh, Steve ended up leaving um, uh, Tosh's gym, opening up his own spot. Uh, this is around the time that Tom opens his gym and Visalia. And I remember the first time I went to, to his gym, um, I had just come off a pretty serious knee injury. And, uh, Steve was like, Hey, I'm going to open up my own spot. I want you to come with me. And I was like, yeah, let's do this. And he's like, we're going to go down to Tom's, um, and train down there with him. He opened up his gym and he just had a uh, man, just a little box and, and a mat. And there was like maybe 10 people, um, at his gym. And now and I can't remember what year this was. This is probably 2009. And 11 years later, man, this guy has created, Tom has created a, a jiu-jitsu empire in Visalia. It has one of the best squads here in California. Small started off as a small gym, and now he's just got this uh, incredible place. And, you know, he's producing uh, world champions at the color belt level, uh, Josh Cisneros. I mean, this guy is... Um, Pan Am champion as a black belt, probably going to be a world champion here. And who knows what world champions are going to come out of Tom's gym. But, and he's, you know, an amazing fighter in his own right. Um, you know, he's in, I'm sure he's in his mid forties and man, he still fights, travels all over the world. And it's just crazy, man, what people have done with this, this hobby. Um, I would have never thought it would have ever exploded like it did like I said, when I first started, very few people trained and now it's just become a phenomenon and you just see people who um, are just doing great things with this. So, uh, but yeah, big shout out to uh, Josh just out there. Team elite Visalia uh, just won Pan Ams. And um, I think he just won another IBJ, IBJJF tournament at um, uh, somewhere in Texas, I believe. So Anyway, Tom's done great things out there, but we went out there and trained with him. Had like ten people, and Steve opened up his gym. And you know, when he, I think the first day he opened up, he had there was like four of us, four or five of us, and then from there, um, you know, he built up his school. Um, Then I earned my purple belt, um, and my brown, eventually my black. So let's talk a little bit about Kleber, how Kleber came into the equation here. So Kleber is uh, a Brazilian under um, Hoyler and Hickson and Gracie. So, man, right at the top of the food chain there. And uh, Tom Knox somehow met Kleber. I don't really know that story. Maybe sometime in the future I can get Tom on the on the podcast. Um, somehow he met Kleber and... Uh, Steve and Tom uh, talked about going under him. And uh, when Steve opened up his gym, Tom was his instructor along with Kleber. And of course, he was my instructor. So, um, but yeah, Kleber's uh, based down in Huntington Beach. He has gyms all over the United States. Um, and um, well decorated jiu jitsu fighters, fought MMA. Man, he's just done everything. Um, so man, big shout out to Kleber, all the Kleber Jiu Jitsu fighters out there. Um, uh, I can't wait down wait to get down to Huntington Beach again. Kleber just moved his gym uh to a new location and I hope he's doing well. I hope Lily's doing well. Um and um hopefully we can have him up here um at our spot in the near future. So but yeah, so Kleber kind of took us all out of jujitsu purgatory because and I say that because back in the day when when I first started training, I never thought in the in you know my wildest dreams, I never thought I would earn a black belt. I don't think any of us did. It was just so hard to um to even find a black belt to train under. And if you did train under a black belt, it was usually because somebody came in to do a seminar, like Hoyce would come in and he would do a seminar. Rodrigo Gracie, who's the cousin to um, to uh, what's his name uh, in New York? I can't think of the Gracie in New York. Um, but anyway, Rodrigo Gracie is a Abu Dhabi champion. He um, would come in and do seminars. Used to love training with him and learning from him. He, his jujitsu is phenomenal. He trained with Danaher and uh, some of those guys back in New York years ago. And like I said, he was a, a Abu Dhabi champion, um, world champion. And um, he also fought in pride as well. If you don't know about pride, look it up, man. Pride fighting um, was uh, to me even better than UFC when um, those shows were were running. So um, pride ended up folding. I think UFC bought pride. But Um, yeah, it's just like, it was hard to find a black belt to train under at that time. Um, and, um, eventually now what you're seeing is that, you know, here in Fresno, we have quite a few black belts. Um, we have, um, quite a few gyms now. And like I said, jujitsu has just exploded here in the San Joaquin Valley. So it's, it's really changed, uh, quite a bit, um, it makes me wish I would have been a little more dedicated early on. Um, you know, I've watched what uh, Tom has done in Visalia, and it's just its just incredible what you can do with this. Um, you know, I look at Halo, and, you know, Halo's just, you know, incredible uh, gym as well here in Fresno. Um, Angel Lopez, he's the owner of that gym. He travels all over the world as well, fighting and, you um, you know, we have, um, uh, uh, PMA, PMA was one of the first gyms here in Fresno may have been the first one. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it was Tosh or it was PMA. Um, but, um, and they're, they produced a lot of black belts and, uh, there's several other smaller schools. You have roots. Uh, I just went to a seminar, um, at, uh, the roots, uh, gym, cool little spot, man, really, really cool people. I really enjoyed, um, the, the seminar, uh, with, uh, Matthias Luna, um, badass black belt. So, and let's see, there's a bunch of other legends. I don't want to start mentioning them all cause I'll, I'll miss one, but, um, I ended up, uh, deciding after I earned my black belt, um, to kind of do my own thing. And it really started with a conversation that I had with, um, good friend who has nothing to do with jujitsu, but, um, he's, um, really great martial artist in his own right. John Cho. He's a colleague of mine. We work together. He has his own martial arts studio. And he was just like, Hey man, I got this guy who is fighting, uh, MMA and he's never trained jujitsu before. He's like, you want to come by and help him. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, how long does he have before his fight? And he's like, well, he has two weeks. I'm like, two weeks? I'm like, what am I, I going to be able to show this guy in two weeks? Um, and so, anyway, this guy is Kel, my very 1st jujitsu student. And so, anyway, I agreed to help him out. And all we worked on was defenses. And um, I brought some wrestlers in from Fresno City College. And they kind of took him down kind of showed him what, was, what it was like to get manhandled a bit um, by somebody who really knows grappling. Um, and, uh, man, Kale won his fight and actually used some of the defenses that, uh, we worked on. Um, and then John was like, Hey, why don't you teach a couple of classes at the gym? Um, and so I ended up teaching, I think Mondays and Wednesdays there and just had a small group. I had Kale, he was my first student. I had Spence, I had, uh, a female jujitsu fighter, um, who, Ended up uh, becoming a police officer. She moved, moved from Fresno. I think she's down in Visalia now. Um, Her name is Sabrina. I hope she's still training jujitsu. Ed, a really uh, talented uh, jujitsu fighter, he was training with me as well. Um, Anyway, those were my my original students. And then uh, my other student, Bronson, joined. And we were just training like Mondays and Wednesdays. Sometimes we would add a Friday. Um some days we would train though for like three hours straight. We would do a bunch of technique, like an hour and a half of technique, and we'd roll for an hour and a half. Um and um the the mat that we had there basically we would put it together and then take it apart because at John Cho's uh martial arts studio doesn't have a mat. Um and so it was uh kind of uh uh a strange way to start, but that's how I started, um, teaching my own classes and, uh, we would go over to Steve's and and get some roles over there. So we trained with him and then I started adding more people here and there. Um, you know, Marshall, he's, he joined us. He's a hotshot firefighter. He joined the gym or joined our little program that we had. And then we ended up with like, you know, I think like, I don't know, 12, 13, 14 people. And I was just like, yeah, maybe it's time to open up my own spot. And I really didn't think I was ever going to make the leap to a gym owner, but, um, I just kind of jumped in and, and, and did it, found my own little spot. And this was a little over a year and a half ago. Um, and back in March of this year, that would have been my first year anniversary of being open. And we didn't even get to celebrate it cause COVID hit and we ended up shutting down. Um, but, um, you know, the gym's still open, still going. Um, and, you know, like I said, I started off with two students, Spence and Kel, and I've grown from there. Uh, Ed's no longer with us. Sabrina's no longer with us, but Marshall and Bronson, um, you know, really good friends of mine, you know, they're still training. They all have their blue belts now. Um, and, um, And I just have a bunch of, you know, white belts who train with me. Uh, Steve ended up closing his gym, and he um, is uh, teaching over at my spot once a week. He teaches the no-gi class on Tuesday nights. Um, And we have Randy Mack, who's a black belt, just earned his black belt. Uh, This year, back in January, he teaches over at the gym. We have Louie, who's a black belt. He's with us. Man, these are just you know, incredible people. Um, and, uh, my good friend Ruben, uh, police officer from Fresno PD. Uh, he's a purple belt. He trains with us. Really good person. Been training with Ruben for like over 10 years now. And, um, so again, you train at a gym and you meet police officers and lawyers and I have nurses. Uh, my, uh, best female student, uh, Kelly, man, is super dedicated, uh, uh, jiu-jitsu uh, practitioner, and she came in over a year ago, and she's been training just nonstop and super, super dedicated. She's a nurse, so if somebody gets hurt, man, she will bandage you up, keeps us updated on COVID. Um, a student uh, just started at the gym. I used to train with this guy named Adam. Um, he's also a nurse, and he trained years ago. and Hasn- hasn't trained for like four years, and he just joined back up and started training with us. But, um, man, these are all like really super, super cool people. And I told myself if I ever had my own gym, I'd always just, you know, kind of keep it small, keep it kind of family oriented and never let anybody walk in the door who just wasn't a good fit at the gym. You know, my gym is a little different than other places. I'm not looking to, you know, create some, you know, massive jujitsu empire. That was never the goal. The goal was really just to have a place to train to have a good time, to get all the benefits that I had mentioned earlier in the podcast. That was the goal of the gym, and to create a really healthy environment for people to come in, meet new people, get better at jujitsu. If you want to um, take this jiu-jitsu thing to the highest levels, I feel like you can do that at my gym. You don't have to be at a large gym to become great at jiu I, I have seen people um, start off at small gyms and do incredible things and you don't have to come from the bay area you don't have to come from one of the top flight schools you just don't i mean look at what mason fowler has done now mason fowler trains i think with kyle Terra now but comes from fresno and i mean nobody knew who he was a couple years ago and now he's one of the the best jiu-jitsu fighters in the world i mean one of the best no gi guys he's great in the gi um this guy is an Abu Dhabi trials champion. Um, you know, I think that next year he has a shot. He might win it. He might become an Abu Dhabi champion. So, um, he comes out of nowhere and, um, you have Josh Cisneros by small little town. And, you know, Tom, he's going to be producing a bunch of world champions in the future. I guarantee it. Um, and so you don't have to come from a big school, go train at a small school and still be really, really good. Um, but yeah, when, when I, um, became a gym owner, I had no business acumen whatsoever. Never saw myself as, you know, being somebody who was interested in business, but the business side of it isn't that difficult. Um, I will say that, um, it's not the the most fun dealing with, you know, taxes and whatnot. um, having to keep track of memberships, having to cover overhead. Uh, It's been a real adventure with COVID just because, you know, I lost a lot of students. um, And, um, you know, there's been some ups and downs. I mean, I've had, when I, when you start to think, man, I got this, everything's going good, you know, something happens and (laughs) you end up having to spend money on something or, you know, you have students who relocate or they move. Um, I had this really great blue belt, Um, young kid, uh, Tyler, hope Tyler's doing well, ended up, uh, relocating down to Florida and man, just, you know, I I hate to lose really good students. Um, not just because they're good in jujitsu, just because they just really add to the gym as well. And, um, but I have some really, um, uh, young fighters now at the gym who I think, man, if they keep training with us, these guys are going to, they're just going to smash people. Um, but um, yeah, you know, it, the business side of it isn't the the most fun, but I've learned a lot. I definitely um really like the idea of learning and continuing to grow, um, and um, I definitely have done that um over the last you know couple of years, and you know I'm gonna see how far I can take this. I mean, I don't know how long I'm gonna be a gym owner. Um, you know, at some point in time, I, I would love to, you know, be able to hand, you know, the keys over to somebody else. I'm getting older. I'm going to train as long as I I can train. But one thing about being a gym owner, you have to be there every single day. So I'm at the gym all the time. Um, and, uh, you know, it takes you away from your family. It takes you away from other things you might be wanting to do. And right now I'm loving it right now. It's great. Even though, man, it's rough because, you know, because of COVID, I, I, it's hard to recruit people to the gym. I don't do a lot of advertising anyway. I don't have a website. I don't have a Facebook. Um, actually I think I do. I think Kale runs the Facebook, but I I see shows you, I'm not even that good at business. I don't even know if I have a a damn Facebook. Um, I have an Instagram, uh, that I run. I try to put our information out there about the gym. Um, but everything is just kind of word of mouth and, um, people find us. I just added a uh, a couple of new students. Um, I got hit up by this guy Lee, who's a water polo coach over at uh, Clovis East, and uh, hit me up a couple months ago. He started training with us, and he brought some of his friends. He uh, brought in DJ and Jake. Uh, man, these guys are going to be really good. But man, and all super cool people. I've just been so blessed to you know be able to add people during this crazy COVID time. And man, there's some, they're really cool people as well. I don't charge a lot at my gym. Um, some of the jujitsu dudes are really outrageous. Uh, it's one of the things I don't like about jujitsu is that, um, it's kind of a bourgeois sport. I feel, um, man, some of these dudes are just, just outrageous. So I try to make it reasonable for people. And again, my spot is just really super old school. We just have a mat, and that's all we do. We just train jiu-jitsu. That's really all you need. You need a mat, somebody knows technique. Teach technique, and then you roll. Have a good time. You don't need much more. Uh, we don't do anything else besides uh, body weight classes and David Thole. He runs um, uh, the morning classes. We have these crazy five A.M. students. Um, shout out to them. And you guys are a bunch of animals. Five o'clock in the morning training jujitsu. Uh, you have Daniel and Josh. Man, super consistent. They're going to uh, be getting their blue belt soon. Um, David runs those classes and then he does um, on it classes. He has a bunch of on it equipment that um, he uses at the gym. So probably add Muay Thai eventually and kids' classes. But beyond that, man, we're just going to keep this simple. Um, and you know, that's the, the great thing about, uh, my gym right now. I'm just keeping it simple and I'm not putting a lot of pressure on myself. Um, but I hope to grow it a little bit. Um, eventually I'd like to move to a new location. It's getting kind of crowded in there right now. And, you know, if we continue to add people at some point in time, I'm going to have to, um, to move right now, you know, I have about 40. 40 clients if we count, you know, the morning people and people who train at night. So not everybody comes in every day. And so, you know, if we had everybody come in every single day, we wouldn't have enough room. And so I'm, I'm, I bank on people taking some days off. But we've had some days where I'm like, dang, it's really crowded in here. So eventually it's going to get to that uh, point in time we're going to have to move. Um, and if I add kids classes, I add Muay Thai, um It'll probably um, add, you know, a few more people, and and then we'll just outgrow the place. But you know, right now, just trying to stay afloat, you know, cover overhead and uh, get through this COVID thing. But just wanted to end the podcast and just just say um, thank you to all my students, um, especially uh, Lee. I haven't had a chance; I've been wanting to shoot him an email or talk to him. He's he comes in out of my my gym man just treats everybody super well. But he's brought in some of his friends, and man, he's just a super cool guy. And he's just like a perfect fit to, for the gym, man. Just always comes in, you know, cracking jokes, gets along with everybody. Um, and um, you know, he's brought in new people, and the people he's brought in are just really cool people. Um, is one of his colleagues that he works with, Jake badass wrestler. He's training with us now, trains wrestling, teaches wrestling. And now he's training jujitsu with us and man, he's just, he's a beast and DJ and his brother, and they're going to be really good as well. Um, but, uh, but yeah, you know, I have, um, uh, a good little group and, um, you know, some of the, the students that, um, I train with our, our people, I would say they're my friends now. Um, you know, people like Randy's a black belt, I've been training with him for years and, you know, he's a good friend of mine, good person. Uh, you know, he's helped bring in a, uh, quite a few people as well. Um, we have a lot of military guys at the gym, you know, Ruben, uh, Randy, and Kale are all Marines, Javier, good dude, I love Javier, shout out to my man Javier, um, he's an Army vet, um, and um, man, so they, they, you know, bring in, um, you know, that, uh, you know, military mindset, you know, being really dedicated, and, um, you know, they, it really, I think, rubs off really well for other people. You know, they benefit from that. Um, And my man, Jonathan, who, man, we have a lot in common outside of the gym. Meet up every now and again, just talk, talk about things that uh, we're both interested in. Just a good, good guy. Uh, My man, Bronson, you know, I mentioned him already, but man, he's a family man. I love Bronson because he's a hard ass worker, uh, takes care of his kids, uh, single dad takes care of his kids, finds time to train jujitsu and man, he's just, he's just a good dude. Um, and, um, and there's so many others, Levi, JJ. That's one thing too, is like, you know, I, I'm really lucky cause a lot of the guys at the gym and they do a lot of things for me. Like JJ, he just did a, um, a little hype video for the gym that I posted on the Instagram. Um, these are things I should probably learn how to do on my own, but he did that for me. Um, You know, Levi has been on my podcast before. Um, Whenever I need help with anything, man, these guys are just always there to jump in to help out. And, you know, I'm just really lucky to have just people who um, they like training at the gym and um, you know, they enjoy um, you know, coming in and training jujitsu Having a good time, but also if I need something, I need somebody to help. You know, open the gym early or whatever. Maybe if I'm running late, I have a, another job, a full time job that I, I I do that pays my bills. This jujitsu thing is really primarily a, a hobby for me. I mean, it's a business, but you know, always say it's my number one hobby. Um, you know, Louis helps out with teaching. Randy, Ruben. Um, of course my coach, Steve, he's, you know, been a big help and man, his, his technique is just, you know, phenomenal. And, you know, he brings a a style of jujitsu. We're trying to keep the, the red lion, um, jujitsu alive. And, you know, we're able to do that at the gym. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, I'm probably missing a lot of people. Uh, there's some people who have left too. I hope they come back like Tommy, um, is a good friend of mine. Um, he's taking some time off and Cassandra. Um, I have a couple of Cassandra's both very, very cool people. Um, I have one Cassandra who I, um, still member of the gym and, um, I hope she comes back and she trains. Um, or she does a lot of the body weight classes with me. So looking forward to training with you again and getting in shape. Uh, and we have another Cassandra, um, who's taking some time off and I hope you're doing well. Hope you come back real soon. We all miss you. Uh, I have two ladies who come in on Friday. Uh, two sisters, uh, uh, Veronica. Veronica is a graduate student in psychology, working on her dissertation right now. And uh, she comes in with her sister on Friday, and they train, you know, just like once a week. That's it. Um, and uh, man, uh, they weigh like a hundred pounds, or like five foot one, <laughs> weigh a hundred pounds. And they just go at it. So, um, then yeah, I, like I said, I have just these really cool people. There's a bunch of people, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to miss and, you know, I apologize if I, I didn't mention you. Um, but, uh, like I said, I just train with a bunch of great people. They're my, my extended family, I have my jujitsu, my, my family at home. And then I have my jujitsu family and, um, you know, I care about these people and want the best for them. And if you, like I said, are interested in doing jiu do not wait. Remember my rule, my life, one of my life rules is don't wait. Um, don't wait to start the things that you want to start. Do it now. So just like this podcast here, it's like I I wanted to do a podcast. I waited Um Quite a few years. I remember back in two thousand fifteen I wanted to start my own podcast. And I think I gave it a shot and I just ended up not I got a little distracted, ended up not doing it. And the year since I was just like, man, I should do my own podcast. And I just waited and waited and waited. And I finally did it. And now I just man, I feel like, man, I wish I just would have just done it years ago. So anyway, I'm doing it now. So if you want to do jujitsu, man, come and give us a um uh, a shot if you if you um want to try it out for free and just want to come in and train um you know you can train now while you know we're we're on lockdowns i'm still training i'm still at the gym um you know i feel like i need it Jiu Jitsu is essential for me for my well-being if i'm not training jujitsu um i know it's not a good thing for me it really helps me out so i'm going to continue to train there's a lot of people who say um that, you know, gyms should shut down and whatnot. But, you know, for me and for a lot of other people at the gym, it's super important for our health, not just physically, but also uh, emotionally, psychologically as well. Um, And I'm going to keep my gym open as long as I can. Um, You know, it sucks what's happening to these small business owners and you know I was all about locking down in the beginning just to see. You know, I didn't, you know, we didn't know if this thing was going to kill five, ten percent of the population. But we know now that the people who are surviving this thing are people who are healthy. And so, what better to keep you healthy than training jujitsu? So, if you're training jujitsu, you're going to be healthier. Now, um, you know, there's some people who will argue, well, you know, you're around other people, and this thing is very contagious. But you know. Uh, we're exposed to viruses and bacteria all day long. In order to strengthen your immune system, you know, it's better to expose yourself to viruses and bacteria. And I feel like that's one another kind of hidden benefit of jujitsu is that, man, you're exposed to everything. So, man, you, you definitely strengthen your immune system. For all my students, like VN, VN isn't training right now, Um, there's some important reasons why he's not, man. I can't wait to have you back, brother. Uh, so big shout out to my, my man, VN, just a good person. You guys can follow him. He's the Fresno food guy. I hope he's okay with me saying that anyway, he runs that Instagram Fresno food guy. Um, just a super cool dude. Check him out on Instagram. Um, man, um, and shout out to all the gym owners out there in Fresno, the Valley, um, you know, I never thought I would end up settling in Fresno, but I've learned to kind of embrace the Fresno culture. And, um, for all the uh, small businesses out there, man, just hope the best for you. I hope you guys, hope we all can make it through this. And, um, I'll hopefully have one more episode before the end of the year. I'm going to put this out today. And I think that's about it. So, Let's uh, just kind of sign off here. I'm going to play my outro music. Um, my man uh, JJ is working on some outro music, some original outro music. This this song right here comes from the Rode uh, Podcaster Pro. But um, at some point in time, um, I'll have some original intro and outro music. Uh, but anyway... Um, everybody stay healthy, stay strong. I hope that um, anybody who's not training jiu-jitsu right now, who wants to train, that you'll find a gym. If you're taking some time off because of COVID, and I can't wait for you all to get back to it. All right, till next time.